The Trinity Center for Spiritual Living appreciates your selecting our podcast service as a part of your spiritual journey. The TCSL podcast has over 1,000 downloads a month worldwide by individuals just like you seeking to expand their spiritual magnificence. To express your gratitude and donate for the good you hear and the growth you experience from our lesson, visit our website at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate. As you donate, affirm, my offering affirms my commitment and my willingness to be an inlet and an outlet for the abundant good and energy of divine spirit. Please enjoy the latest podcast from the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living. With our affirmation card this week, it is a quote from Eckhart Tolle who wrote, to complain is always non-acceptance of what is. It invariably carries an unconscious negative charge. When you complain, you make yourself into a victim. When you speak out, you are in power. So, the cha- so change the situation by taking action or by speaking out if necessary or possible. Leave the situation or acceptance. All else is madness. Madness. So regardless of past or current experience, there is only one truth. And I like this because it's not just a spiritual truth, it is a scientific truth. And it is truth that affirms your physical presence is the culmination of immeasurable amounts of protons, neutrons, quarks, and even boson-Higgs particles, all resonating and operating in such perfect harmony as to express as the perfect you. Your body is not a meat suit. It is an intelligent, creative, omnipotent, universal energy generating storage and disbursement device. Breathe that in. It's an energy generating, energy storage, energy disbursement device, all rolled into one. Your physical presence is an an affirmation of the profound wisdom and intelligence of source energy creating and thriving within the physical realm as you. So when you create, source creates. When you think, source thinks. When you visualize, source visualizes. Visualizes when you affirm, source affirms. When you take action, the whole of the universe shifts because source is acting, taking action. The actions of your physical being carry as much spiritual powers, power of the affirmative prayers you offer. Nolan Bushnell, one of the founders of Atari, and Chuck E. Cheese, can't leave that out, right? He said this, he said, the critical agreement is getting off your butt and doing something. It's as simple as that. A lot of people have ideas, but there are few who decide to do something about them now. Not tomorrow, not next week, but today. The true entrepreneur is a doer, not a dreamer. And we would add the true master of creation is a doer, not a dreamer. The true individual living in confident oneness with source is an individual that is a doer, not a dreamer. Take a good look at this logo. We've had it for 18 years. It's thought, action, results. Thought, action, results. It's not thought, wait, and eh, let's see what happens. (laughs) 
when it comes to an individual's spiritual endeavors, and it's all spiritual endeavors, the teeny tiniest and the most massive of actions serve as the demonstration of your faith and the power of the universe thriving as you while simultaneously providing a current of formative energy to the physical realm which currently occupies your space and time. You are the formative energy. You are the formative energy outlet for source. And the world is the formative energy outlet for you. For you. And the way to plug in the physical realm into the energy that you are is through your action. Action is the outlet that charges the spiritual intention. Inaction is still an action. Get your mind around this. Inaction is still an action, only it charges and empowers the existing condition. So yeah, yeah, we got it. You know, change your thought, change your life. Transform the images of your mind, transform your journey. Up-level your feelings and up-level your experience. All of that is very true, yet all of it is for naught without a change, a transformation, an up-leveling of our actions. All growth and transformation requires action. The seedling must push through the soil to become the flowering plant. The caterpillar must build the cocoon to transform into the butterfly. Even after the butterfly's transformation, it must take the action of breaking free of the cocoon. The butterfly doesn't question, how will the world view it? Do these wings make me look fat? Touched a nerve there, didn't we? If it doesn't ask, if it's done enough spiritual work to fly free, or wonders if those around it, when it breaks free, are going to think it looks silly. It simply breaks through, breaks free through action. And so that kind of makes us wonder, really makes us wonder, how many individuals are living this life right now as wonderful and beautiful butterflies? yet existing only in the confines of a cocoon. Only because they have not taken action. You might know someone like that. And if you do, we suggest to you that the best way to assist them in breaking free of their cocoon is for you to spread your wings and take flight. It is as it is through your activity, the activity of God is expressed and, and thrives. It is through your activity, you're living your most profound truth. That when you think, source thinks. When you dream, source dreams. When you move, the whole of the universe resonates and aligns with the immeasurable mass of quarks, protons, and Higgs bosons, culminating as the remarkable you. The divine energy you are is in constant vibration, a constant action. And that which is in motion stays in motion. The manifest realm is manifest as a result of active spirituality, which is the title of our lesson this morning, Active Spirituality. So we have a, a little parable for you. It is truly an oldie but a goodie. 
but I've, I've brought it up to speed for our vernacular today. Some of you may recognize it. Some of you may not, but it helps with this story, this lesson today tremendously. And it's about a fellow, he's on a rooftop, and a flood is coming in. Flood is happening. And the water's come, starting to rise, and he's on his roof. And a boat comes by, and, and he, he, and well, wait, he's doing all his spiritual work. He's doing his affirmative prayer work. He's visualizing. He's doing affirmations for his safety. As the water's rising, he's even doing second-level Reiki. holding it at bay. And soon a man in a rowboat comes by and shouted at the fellow, hey, you on the roof, jump in. I can save you. And the fellow shouted back, no, it's okay. I'm doing all my spiritual practice. So I know the universe is going to save me. So the rowboat leaves. A motorboat comes by and the fellow in the motorboat shouted, hey, jump in. I can save you. And to this, the stranded man said, no, no, it's okay. I'm doing all the spiritual practices I know to do, and I know the universe is going to save me. So the motorboat went on. The water's rising. Helicopter comes by, drops a rope down. They holler down, grab the rope, and I will lift you to safety. And the man hollers back, once again saying, nope, it's okay. I've done all my spiritual practice. I know the universe is going to save me. I have faith. So the helicopter flies away. The water continued to rise. The man drowns. And he finds himself in this most beautiful and wondrous of spiritual realms. And he's a little peeved because he wanted to discuss with somebody what happens. And finally he got his chance to discuss the whole situation with that loving, intelligent wisdom of divine source that intuition that is within us all. And he said, you know, I just don't get it. I treated, I affirmed, I had faith, I practiced Reiki, and yet I drowned. Here I am on the other side. I don't understand why. And that inner voice of divine intuition, we've all heard it. We've all felt it. It spoke to him. And it didn't speak from just within. It spoke from all around him. And it was like a heavenly chorus. And it replied, you attracted a rowboat, demonstrated a motorboat, and manifested a helicopter. What more did you expect? Oh, come on. <laughs> so what you're saying is we have to put that story back in its old vernacular. So, cue cards. So here's the moral to the story. The physical demonstration is not realized until you've completed the action. The physical demonstration is realized at the end of action. Take note of what we said here. The physical demonstration is made at the end of action. The spiritual, the energetic demonstration is made at the end of prayer, the end of visualizing, at the end of affirmation. Just like that, the moment you have completed any and all of your spiritual work, you serve as a conduit of formative energy to any and all of your spiritual work as it is released into the essence and energy of source. And it is in that realm of causation the law of attraction kicks in and the whole of the, of the spiritual, mental, and un, physical universe 
conspires to make your word so. All that remains is in the demonstration process is your action to claim it as so. I want to share something with you from the Science of Mind textbook. It's, it's an affirmative prayer. I'm only going to share part of it. And it was written by Dr. Ernest Holmes, and it's in the fourth chapter of the Science of Mind. And here's what he wrote in this affirmative prayer. I am the center of divine mind, a point of God-conscious life, truth, and action. My affairs are divinely guided and guarded into right, into correct results. Everything I do, say, or think is stimulated by the truth. There is continuous right action in my life and my affairs. All belief in wrong action is dispelled and made negative. Right action alone has power, and right action is power, and power is God, the living Spirit Almighty. The Spirit animates everything that I do, say, or think. I am compelled to do the right thing at the right time, to say the right word at the right time, to follow the right course at the right time. For those who might want to study that a little bit more, just for, so you know, it's in the fourth, again, fourth chapter of the Science of Mind, how to use it. And it's actually a prayer on for prosperity. But I want to take a closer look at what Holmes wrote. Remember, I am compelled to follow right course. Spirit animates everything I do. There is continuous right action in my life and my affairs. Everything I do is stimulated by truth. My affairs are divinely guided into right action, into correct results. I am the center of divine mind, a point of God consciousness, truth, and action. What Holmes did not affirm, did not affirm, was, I will sit patiently and wait for UPS to deliver my spiritual intention. I know my demonstration will manifest to the sound of trumpets transcending from the spiritual realm on the wings of angels. As a universal prime member, I affirm my demonstration will manifest in two days or less. I get chuckles at that. He wrote, I do. I am guided. I am the center of divine action. I follow the right course. These are all verbs. These are verbs. There's not a passive word in the lot. Jack Canfield wrote, everything you want is out there waiting for you to ask. Everything you want also wants you, but you have to take action to get it. You have to take action to get it. It is one thing to say and know I have the faith of spirit within me. It is another thing to act as if that was true. Because it is that inaction that says to the universe, I'm having a few doubts. It is that inaction that affirms for the universe, yeah, I know that sounds good, and I visualized it, and it visualized it, and it was wonderful. But there's a little residual fear in me. That little residual fear that's saying, nope, don't take action. Because you know, somebody might laugh at that butterfly flapping their wings. 
Are you ready to take action? So your physical presence is as, has as much power to complete your spiritual intention as your word itself. And this is what trips people up. They do great affirmative prayer work. I see it all the time. They do great visualization work. But they refuse to take action. They refuse to move forward without realizing that the universe, the only way it's going to move is through you. So we have to begin the motion. We have to start the momentum. St. Augustine said, God provides the wind, but man must raise the sails. Isn't that great? God provides the wind, but man must raise the sails. And you know what that means, folks? It means we've still got work to do. We don't want to put forth our intention to say, this demonstration is going to be given to me. Because it's not. It's going to flow through you. It's going to allow you to move into a greater consciousness that is the manifestation, the reflection of that intention. That's how you build your spiritual mastery. That's how you build your confidence, by acting as if it is so. Abraham Maslow said, you will either step forward into growth or you will step back into safety. Every time you take a positive step towards something you have set your intention for, you are saying to the universe, I am ready to grow. I am ready to expand. I am open to living more as the powerful expression of God that I am. Yet when we take that step back and retreat into the tried and true, we're saying, nope, not yet. Not yet. Remember, inaction is an action unto itself. Now I know for those, they might ask, well, you know, what of spontaneous healing? What of spontaneous healing? Because every practitioner I, I know of, myself included, has have stories of spontaneous healing. Some physical, some with love, some with finances. And so we say to you that yes, there are those experiences of life when such perfect alignment of the soul, source, and spiritual principle, either in private communion or in communion and intention with a spiritual practitioner, the healing, the transformation, and demonstration are instantaneous. But be aware, the healing could not have occurred without the individual deciding to invoke the action of prayer, to take the action of picking up the phone and scheduling time with the practitioner. We say to you, the spontaneous healing, the transformation and demonstration is the realization and unconditional acceptance of the activity of the divine actively expressing and transformed as the demonstration of the new you. All demonstrations, the miraculous and the everyday, the seen, are the seen and unseen subatomic activity of energy. It is the energetic activity of source. Even in your scriptures it states, things which are seen were not made by things which do appear. Hebrews. And what were they saying? 
It's all God. We don't always see it. But if we set our intention to act within that vibration, we will definitely always feel it. Always feel it. And that feeling is a feeling of confidence. It is a feeling that as I move, I am shifting, just shifting all of the universe. I am living the essence of the divine that I am, attracting to me those of pure essence and like mind. That's who you are. That's who you are. We want to tell you about a story. It doesn't start out great. It's about a young fellow who, early life, even before high school, he was physically and sexually abused. Once he got into high school, he was kicked out. Too much trouble. Twice tried to commit suicide. Once, even before he was a teenager, and again at 22. In his early 20s, he moved to Atlanta and took up odd jobs, sweeping, cleaning kitchens, whatever he could find, really. And he did it because he wanted to be a famous actor. Wanted to be a famous actor. And so he kept that going, that thought going within his mind. And he perceived his actions of these odd jobs as being that activity which would lead him into the fruition of his desire. And so in 1992, he wrote and produced and starred in his first theater production. And the production was, I Know I've Been Changed. Any idea who we're speaking of yet? Tyler Perry. Great story. He, his play was somewhat based on all he went through growing up, he had to put all of his savings into the show. And you know what happened to that first night, that first grand opening night? It failed. It failed. The show failed. And it lasted only one weekend. And, and out of that one weekend, only 30 people came to the first show. That's a lot of activity. That's a lot of investment of time. That's a lot of investment of money. Probably for minimum wage. And you know what he decided to do? He decided to keep working on the production. He decided he would work more odd jobs. And he decided, because it sometimes was hard to make ends meet, that he would sleep in his car rather than get an apartment, just so he could funnel the money into the show. And six years later, six years later, 2,190 days, 131,400 hours later, on its seventh run, Tyler Perry's show became a success. Now, since that first bombshell show, you all knew who I was talking about. Tyler Perry's gone on to create a very successful and lucrative career as a director, writer, and actor, let's not forget Medea. <laughs> All hail Medea. And in 2011, this aspiring actor who had to sleep in his car just to keep his dream alive 
who took odd jobs, who was abused. Horrific story. In 2011, Perry was named by Forbes the highest paid man in entertainment. Tyler Perry's rise to fame shares a very important point about spiritual activity, which is this. Not every action someone takes to shift the universe in order to uplevel their world will always be fun, fascinating, nor even fruitful in appearance. In appearance within the physical realm. This is why it's important to remember a body in motion stays in motion. An idea in motion stays in motion. A dream in motion stays in motion. All of that is creating momentum with every action that is taken as an affirmation of faith towards your greater spiritual intention. We have said it before. We will say it again. Ladies and gentlemen, spirituality is not a spectator sport. It requires you to be active. It requires you to realize that you're not just breathing air. You're breathing in the energy of source. It requires you to take that knowing and that faith and that confidence to go out and do something that allows you to say, wow, I am the master creator of my experience. I had someone call me just the other day and it was amazing because they went over all this wonderful stuff that's been going on for them. Wonderful stuff. New job, more money, friends taking them on trips, yada, 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 yada. And the reason they were calling me was because they didn't feel powerful enough to demonstrate a relationship. Look, it's not about do you have power for a relationship or power for money. It's not about are you, do you have the consciousness of health. It's about do you have a consciousness of your divinity. Do you have a consciousness that affirms that at any point in time you can speak your word and follow that word up with a positive action shifting the whole of the universe. And that word can be for health, it can be for love, it can be for abundance, it can be for whatever you choose. And you do that without any fear, without any confusion about what your purpose is. See, your purpose is not just to create. We get lost in that thinking and in New Thought teachings. I'm just here to create. And so people create these wonderful, wonderful visions. And then they forget that in order for the vision, vision to manifest, there's another step. There's another step. They have to take action, physical actions, as the culmination of energy that they are to manifest their good. And if they forget, they'll use words like, it's just not for me. This is impossible. It can't be done. Muhammad Ali said impossible is just a big word thrown around by small men who find it easier to live in the world they've been given than to explore the power they have to change it. Impossible is not a fact. Impossible, it's an opinion. 
Impossible is not a declaration. Impossible is potential. Impossible is temporary. Impossible is nothing. Impossible has nothing to do with what you are capable of. You are here to reflect and act on. All things are possible through you. And you begin to do that by moving into the realization that the only thing that can possibly stand between you and the demonstration of your highest vision is just that bogus story that you've told yourself over and over and over again that you can't manifest your vision. It's time to get a new story. It's time to step in to your power. I have to share this. And it's from a fellow by the name of Cecil Beaton. He was this author, playwright, set designer, all from the 40s. And he said this. He said, be daring, be different. Be impractical, be anything that will assert integrity of purpose and imaginative vision against the play it safers, the creatures of the commonplace, the slaves of the ordinary. Are you ready to be daring? Are you ready to be daring enough to just live your affirmation, to just live your truth. You know, we started this by pointing out that yes, there is a physical truth of you and that physical truth of you is really what you are, is all, all the energy of the universe culminating, individualizing as you. That is a scientific truth. When we understand that, then we can begin to understand, well, you know, maybe the laws of physics as I've been interpreting in them, maybe the laws of getting stuff done as I've been interpreting them, don't apply to me. Just don't apply to me. And the reason they don't apply to me is because I know I'm all this divine energy. And knowing this as myself as divine energy, I must also know all things are possible. All things are possible. When you leave here today, I gave, I, I, we're in close, but I have to share this. We're, we're in this excellent class, excellent Tuesday night class right now. It's called self-mastery. It's all about getting out of your shells and do, doing things, tapping into your energy and, of source and getting it and going out and doing stuff that maybe you haven't done previously. And so I, as any, with any class, and it's a great class, I know, because, you know, I'm teaching it. And, and as with any class, I like to give the students a little something extra, above and beyond the work that's required. So for this last class, I gave them the exercise that if they were single... They had to, if they didn't have one, create an online dating profile and ask somebody out. And if they had an online dating profile, they had to go back and say yes to someone that they had previously said no to. And if they were in relationship, they were to do something out of the ordinary, karaoke, gay, um, um, what's, what do you call it? trivia, something that put them into a group environment all with the intention that while this was going on, they were to affirm the divine within me honors and recognizes the divine within you. Right? 
Now, I get it. Some folks didn't think, might not think that was a lot of fun because it's really requiring them to get out of their shell. And all I can say to them is, you know, I, I get it, but it's a lot of fun for me to watch. But the purpose of the exercise, the purpose of the exercise was to get that energy and momentum, to get them moving so that they know all that they do is divinely inspired. They are always on the course of divine right action. And the only way we can prove that is by doing. So when you leave here today, you don't have homework, although that may change in the future. We implore you, whatever it is you're working on, at the spiritual level, be honest with yourself. What's the story I've been telling myself? Have I taken appropriate action? Have I taken action and then stopped? Should I have run into an obstacle? Because if you have, there's more activity to do. How do I know when the demonstration is complete? How do I know when my spiritual work is done? It is done when you say it is done. It is done when you say, I have treated, I have affirmed, I have done my visualization, and I have taken every action so that the universe plugs in to the formative energy that I am. And here's the proof. That's when you were done. That's when you were done. So, we implore you to take some form of action and do it with the intention that know that every action you take is spiritual activity. As every action you take is all that energy of source acting through you. And so ends our lesson. Namaste. Thank you again for selecting the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living podcast for your spiritual journey and for the expression of your generosity at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate.